Welcome to today's episode of the Retail Initiative Podcast. Um, whether you're joining me via podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is or on YouTube, um, I'm super glad that you're here. Um, I am really excited about today's episode. Um, if you're on the podcast version, we're going to play the theme super quick. If you're on YouTube, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so I'm going to stop for a hot second um, and then we'll do the theme and then we'll get, get right into it. The rules of retail are changing. One by one, corporate retailers are closing their doors and some call it the death of retail. But those rules never apply to independent retailers like us. We're writing our own rules. We're here to answer the questions about how to grow your business, stay competitive, and still have a life. I'm Josh Orr and this is the Retail Initiative Podcast. All right, so we have a lot of changes coming at Streamline that <clears throat> I'm super excited about. We have changed our services a lot. Um, like my last, my last episode explains this a little bit more, but um, one of the things that I've realized about myself is that um, like if you ask me, what do, what do you do? What, what does your business focus on? I like said like 10 things and there, it, it was confusing for the customer and it made it difficult to scale. Um, I don't know if your own business has that, has that problem, but um, <laughs> when, you, when you try to do so much, you try to serve such a large audience, what you end up doing is not really serving anyone. So what we, we, we did is we went to the drawing board and um, we wrote down, uh, we put on the wall, we put this, um, the, these areas up where we like had things that we love and that make us money, things that we're neutral to and make us money, things that we hate and make us money. Then things that we hate and make us no money, things that we're neutral to and don't make us money, and things that we love but aren't really profitable. Um, and we wrote down every little thing that my company does, and we, we split it up in those little areas. And what we came away with was service offerings that um, we love doing, that provide value to retailers, and that, gosh, that we're just excited to jump into. And one of those things is changing the structure around how we help retailers grow online. And I'm building this lead magnet. So a lead magnet's a thing like, hey, give us your email, we'll send you this PDF. Um, and I'm really excited about what we put together. And if it's okay with you, I'd love just to give you some of the information that I wrote about. Um, it's, a, it's all about how do you increase conversion online as we're going into um, Black Friday, Cy Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and the rest of the holiday season, it's going to be so important that your site is built to convert. Um, so first, let's talk, like, what does conversion mean? Um, conversion means, like, you're bringing people to your website, and we need to turn them from a visitor into a buyer. They have to actually buy from you. Um, so, you know, I've talked about this before, but... Um, E-commerce, success in e-commerce really boils down to three things and only three things, um, traffic, conversion, retention. Um, so let's, like, what does that look like? So traffic is people visiting your website, conversion is people buying from you, and retention is getting the people that already buy from you to come back and buy again. So think of it like a salesperson. Um, they're giving a presentation in a room. Um, so first is traffic. If that room is empty, how effective are they as a salesperson? Well, they can't be because no one's there to hear their sales pitch. So they can't effectively sell because no one is hearing the sales pitch. Um, now that room is full. They get a ton of people in the room and they're there to hear, hear the sales pitch. 
that's where conversion comes in. So we fill that room, we get some people finally in the space, but uh, then they make their sales pitch and no one buys. Well, that means they're probably a bad salesperson. They have a conversion issue, just like your website. You're forgetting a ton of traffic, you and no one's buying from you. There's a problem with your website that needs to be fixed. But then, all right, so that salesperson filled the room, they effectively sold. Um, do you know who your best customer is? It's the person who's bought from you already. That is ultimately going to be your most profitable, best place to focus. So retention, how do we get people who have already bought from you to come back again and again and again? This is the core of e-commerce success and not even e-commerce, really it's like retail success, like even brick and mortar, getting people in your store, learning how to sell them, and then getting people to come back in your doors and buy again and again and again. I mean, it's so important. But which of those is important? Because I know that you only have so much time, you only have so much energy, you only have so much money. How do we know where to put our, our time? And I would argue that before you do anything else, you've got to focus on conversion. You have to focus on making sure that when people come to your site, they're actually going to buy from you. Um, why conversion over traffic or retention? Um, well, if you're going to spend, let's say, $1,000 to let's take this to brick and mortar because sometimes it's easier to to see things outside of online you pay a thousand dollars to put an ad in a magazine and you knew this magazine was going to work and a bunch of people come to your store and you get a thousand people to visit and only two of them make a purchase is your problem traffic or do your do you have a sales issue like your salespeople don't know how to effectively sell or your store layout's weird or something's stopping people from buying. Are you going to spend that second thousand dollars to get to a thousand more people in your store? No, you're not. Like that would be a terrible investment. You're not, uh, you, you don't want to keep pumping money into marketing if that marketing is not going to lead to sales. We, we got to train your sales team. We need to focus on our store layout. We need to make sure that the people we already have coming to our store are buying from us before we pump money into that. So that's why conversion is more important than, um, than traffic. And lastly, retention, though incredibly important, um, like if you don't have more than 100, 200 customers, getting these people to come back, you just have a small list. So you're gonna end up bombarding the exact same list every single time and focusing a lot of energy on what is really a small subset of people. Um, so what I say is start with conversion, then focus on the other two at the same time, driving more leads to your website and getting your existing ones to come back. Um, so how, where should you focus when it comes to conversion? Um, that's probably why you're listening to this or you subscribe, in which case I'm really grateful. Um, so I want to address three things, three small things that you can do to address conversion. Um, the first one is you, you got to know who your customer is. I say again and again and again, I don't think that a retailer doing less than 10 million a year can have more than one customer. And I know that sounds crazy to say one customer. Um, but what I mean is if I say like, who's your perfect customer? Don't tell me, um, you know, a woman between the ages of 25 and 55 um, and making anywhere between 50,000 a year and $300,000 a year. No, she's a 33 year old mom named Beth 
who is into this, into this, into this, her insecurities are this, she's scared of this. Um, and then all of our marketing, all of our buying, all of our design can speak to that one person. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get a 25-year-old customer or a 55-year-old customer. You're still going to get those people because they will have a shared taste with that 33-year-old mom, but you can focus your attention on that person. And so as you like go through your website design, like think through how would your customer respond to the images? Um, does, does your model fit your perfect customer? Can your perfect customer see themselves in the clothes or whatever it is that you're selling? Or is there a huge break? Like if your customer's a 40 year old woman and having a college girl model your clothes, like they're not going to see themselves in that, in those clothes because there's such a huge life stage difference. Um, so focusing on your customer is important. Um, an easy way to know if this, is, if this has happened is something that I call the five second test. Um, what that would look like is you pull up your website on your phone or on your computer. Don't scroll at all, like at all, like stay at the top of the page um, and open your computer to someone who's not super familiar with your brand and let them not scroll at all, stay at the top of the website. Um, let them take it in for five seconds. Like literally just count to five, one, two, three, four, five, and then close the computer or, or, or black out the screen on your phone. And then ask them questions. Hey, who do we serve? What do we sell? What's our, like, what's our, our brand focus right now? Are we familiar with, like, could they guess what we're focusing on at that moment? If they can't answer those questions with five seconds, you're not passing the test. And um, we need to change our hero images. We need to, we need to focus on better product photography or whatever it is that your audience is going to connect best. Um, the next thing, so first know your customer and let your site speak to them. That's gonna be huge. Um, next is you wanna make it easy to buy from you. Um, a, a really common one here is with really confusing navigation. So you either have too many options or you have too few, like you have a shop button and that's it and that just goes to all your products. You're not making it easy for the customer to find what they're looking for. But when you're so familiar with your brand, it's so easy to think that um, your customers come because they want a top or they want a pair of pants or they want a, a coat. In reality, a lot of your customers aren't visiting your site with anything in mind. Um, this is where collections are so important. Having like a group of items that show like your current focus. So right now it could be fall essentials or um, like the dress for the holiday party or, and then have a collection of dresses that someone would wear to a holiday party, whatever those things are, um, creating a, a, not just new arrivals and not just tops, but instead like the fall essentials collection with all of your fall apparel in one place. Then they get an overview of like, what is your brand's focus right now? When you bought those things and you were styling them together, how did you envision them going together? If you have a like, super cool outfit, super, I hate, I feel weird as a dude saying super cute, um, but if you have like super cute outfits together in your product photos, why not have those grouped together in one collection where they could easily buy all three things, the top, the pants, and the shoes in one place instead of them having to search. So by making it easy to see your brand's focus, but then also get your really high level categories like tops and bottoms and outerwear or whatever um, and making it easy for them to find those pieces. So um, right now, again, you're going to focus on 
Um, focus on knowing your customer and making sure that everything about your site speaks to them. Second, and if you, this one's one you could do right now, is build a collection that shows your brand's focus and add that to your main navigation. And I'd recommend like create a banner image, like your hero image, the big one at the top should be centered around that. And then lastly, and this one is the number one conversion killer, and that's you wanna take away risk from your customer. Um, every time someone visits a site, there's like check boxes in the back of their mind that they're checking off. They don't even know that they're thinking it, but they are. And you have to remove the risk that they're going to like the product, um, that they know how much it costs to ship. And if they don't like it, um, they know exactly what your return policy is. Um, I know that you may not have the best return policy in regards to it being super generous and that's okay, but they need to know that going in. Um, I promise that they get to your checkout and then discover that, it's they're going to drop off. Um, and so in removing risk, like you, you, that's where sales come from. Like look at Zappos. Um, when 15 years ago, when e-commerce became like a thing, like no one's ever thought that shoes were going to be brought online. They're like, no, you got to try them on. You need to look, feel them. You need to see how they fit. What does it look like when you walk around? And what did Zappos do? They made it easy to return. Um, they allowed users to vote on, um, on the fit so you knew if it was really slim or if it fit a little big, whatever that was. So if they removed all the risk associated with buying online. That's what we wanna do. So on your product pages, include product, really good product details. Um, let people know like what size is the model wearing um, and, and how might that apply to them. Make your return policy and shipping cost very clear like if it's $7.99 flat shipping or free shipping over $50, they need to know that on the product page. If they get to check out and then see shipping costs, and that's the first time they ever see it, um, they will drop off and you're going to have an abandoned cart issue. Um, so I realize like this one is a pretty like technical episode. Um, it's one where I definitely get into more of the how-tos instead of just stories. Um, I hope you were able to follow. Um, and that it made sense. Honestly, this is something I'm kind of ranting on because I'm excited about it. Because I'm writing about it all week. Um, so again, know your perfect customer and let your site speak to them. Um, create unique collections that show the focus of your brand and then remove risk from the customer as they buy. Um, I hope that this is helpful for you. And if you haven't subscribed either on YouTube or the podcast, please do um, comment. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at Retail Josh. I'd love to connect with you. Shoot me a DM. And yeah, so we'll connect next week. Um, good luck getting ready for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I hope that this is your most successful holidays yet. So we'll talk soon.